I have to say it. I'm not going to be the Alabama coach. What, 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 what? How could you not predict at least 10 to 13 wins for next season is all I'm saying. But Jesus again, Christ, 13 wins. I listen. You, know, I said, you want an opportunity to play? Thirteen wins. Opportunity to play. <laughs> I just, I'm sorry. I just remember that you compared Kisaki to Kelsey. I'm sorry. I did not. You I'm know what? About it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the live edition of the Battered Fans Show. I am the Bearded Fanatic. That is the Battered Jets fan. And Danny, what is this? Episode 18. Was it? We're on eight, yeah, we're on 18. Yeah, what seemed just like a few weeks ago, sir, we have put 18 episodes into this. And along the way, we've had plenty of battered moments. So it's only fair that the season ends with both of us talking about both our teams. And, you know, like we always do, sir, how the hell are you doing? You know what my favorite part of this is? <clears throat> is that this is episode 18, and I want to say like episode 12 or 13 – we were both feeling pretty confident about this last game of the year being yeah, yeah. flexed to Sunday night football. It being for the division title. What kind of joke is that now? We got hyped. We said, yeah, yo, man. there's a slight possibility. No, I don't both- think slight. I think we felt pretty confident. We're like, right. you know, the Buffalo Bills aren't that serious. They're right. not that good. We're a you lot guys, better than they are. You guys punched them in the mouth twice that we went up to Buffalo. You know, we did our little thing up there and I- Never in a million world in a million years, sorry, that I think we were going to lose five straight. But that's neither here nor there because today I said, you know what? I'm used to using you as a punchy bag on my show. I want another one. And somebody who's very who's been very nice to us in the aspect of, you know, being as fair as we are about our teams. I said, it's only right that I bring them on my show now. Um, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Gunny Gumby from the New York Situation Report. Mr. Gunny, how the hell are you doing tonight? Hey, what's up, gentlemen? Man, look, I'm feeling the same way y'all feeling, distraught. Just distraught. I'm hearing y'all talk about how <laughs> several weeks back, we and you, you, like y'all said that, and I'm like, yo, we literally had this conversation that at the end of the year, that game was going to be for the AFC East Championship. Yeah. Now, what kind of idiots now, are we? Like how right, dumb do we right, look? Like talk right. about that, that take didn't like that didn't age you'd well. figure that we just started rooting for these teams recently. Like that's what you would figure. Like, like we don't know we yeah. what history has taught us about this squad. Look, I I'm I'm alive, man. I'm alive. I keep trying to tell Fair myself enough. there's like, some positives. It, 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 there it is. And, and that's all I can do. And that's kind of what I told Danny on the Jets show on Monday. I was like. Because he was being very emotional. And by the way, shout out to Vito. Vito, you told me you'd be here. It's my honor to have you here listening to uh, to myself and then having to put up with these two Jet guys. But I promise you, they're, they're, no, they're nothing but the best, and they, they are as impartial as they come. But one of the things I was telling Danny this week, Vito, was I really hated the fact that he was being so emotional about it. And we're going to get into all the emotions that he was sharing with me over the weekend, but I never saw that side of him because – the reason that we have a battered show in the first place and that he put this idea together is for the fact that we've been through so many battered moments that how was this any different in the last 20 plus years, 30 plus years that we've been, okay, 30 plus for me, he's a little bit younger than I am, that we've been fans. We're, we're, we're going to take this as like, oh my God, we've never been in the situation before. The fact is we have been in the situation before. Um, but that was kind of my my. Well, you're club. talking about the circumstance and a certain specific situation that we'll get into later, right? You're not because I've been emotional ever since I became a Jets fan because it's just a horrible right. feeling. 
what you're talking about is a specific situation, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But we have something in common, both of us. Well, mainly uh, in common. You guys aren't fighting for anything this week except trying to keep us out of the playoffs. But the thing we do have in common is that we both suffered five straight losses. And like I said, none of us really saw a point in the season, especially in November, where we're like, well, shit, as good as we're playing, there's no way we could lose five straight. We thought we'd both maybe pull one or two wins on the road. But, Lord, that did not happen. (laughs) Nope. Gunny, I, I know clowns, his... bro. We some clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Gunny, I know yeah. his point of view, sir. Give me, give me your your feeling of watching your team lose five straight. Now, granted, your situation is a little bit different than mine. I had my starting quarterback for most of those losses. You guys were but, like, but who's my we, quarterback? We haven't had a starting quarterback all year. Let's be honest. We we haven't all had right. a starting quarterback. All right, right? Let's start so there. I'm not. Gonna, I refuse to use that as an excuse because we still found ways to win off of the back of our defense and we, our running game. Our running game was, I mean, again, the loss of freaking you know Brees is, I think, what ultimately turned this offense from a freaking Cinderella story into a pumpkin. Right. But we haven't really had that quarterback to legitimately say, "Oh man, this guy's legit. Tua." Let's be honest, man. Tua has looked like a Pro Bowler. Nine mm-hmm. nine out of ten games he's played this season. Yeah, and I would kill <laughs> for a Tua type production on the New York Jets because, in all yeah. actuality, I believe with our defense with Tua, we're this is already done. This AFC East is already locked up. Like we just needed average quarterback play, mm-hmm. and we couldn't get that. At some point, you had us rooting for the fact that the yo Zach Wilson didn't throw an interception this game. Wasn't that great? That's how bad. It got for us. And then we go ahead and went to to freaking Seattle the Patriots. Oh, no, the Patriots. Yo, the Patriots. It started yeah, then. Yeah. I think it started then. I think I agree. Went, went, went when, when you suffered that first Patriots loss. That first Patriots yeah. loss. It it almost looked as if that same old jet switch got hit. Like, oh shit. Snap. And then we've we've regressed ever since. Yes. We've won one game since against a, a, a broken-down Chicago team that had injuries mid-game, didn't have their starting quarterback. I actually think if, like, Justin Fields had played that game, ugh. <laughs> I don't know if we win that game. I really don't. That's how sad it is because we can't stop the run. You know what I'm saying? We've seen that that impact over the last uh, several weeks. It's demoralizing, man. It's demoralizing because the roster is better. The talent is significantly better. I think this defense is legit. I, I'm not going to say they're elite. I don't even know if I can say they're great. I'm going to have to agree with batter Jets fans. We have a good defense. They can't generate turnovers. They decided in the second half of the season that wasn't a priority by any means, and that hurt us as well, right? Uh, we couldn't we couldn't land on a fumble if our lives depended on it. Like we're talking about gun gun to your head, get this fumble or die. Half our players would have been shot and just been just just died. For sure. So, like, for me, they went from being an elite defense, great defense, to, you know what, bad Jets fan is right. These guys are – it's a good defense. It's a good yeah. defense. And, and, and but, I think that was that was the hardest part for me arguing with this guy because I felt, like you said, if you would have had a service, serviceable quarterback playing for the New York Jets with the type of defense that you had that was playing lights out for most of the year until, like you said, that Patriots game, um, and even the Patriots game, you guys lost in the last five seconds of the game. So yep. even then, the defense is doing their thing. But if you guys would have had a serviceable quarterback, I think we're, you're counting a different story. But for me, these five straight losses, and Danny's got to enjoy both teams' five losses. Obviously, mine, mine hurt a little bit more, and he enjoyed that portion of it. 
<laughs> was the fact that once we got to San Francisco, I don't know what it was that happened to Tua. And we're going to talk about Tua and the, and the coaching um, situation here in a moment. But the type of throws that, that he was missing in San Francisco, I told Danny, th- this isn't Tua. That's why I was so hyped to see him against the Chargers because I said, that's a one-off. The type of football that he's been playing this season, that's a one-off. I doubt he's going to show up like that again. Then, long and behold, here comes the Chargers game, and he starts a game three of 17. And I'm like, yeah, something's up. Something is up. But, but Danny, you were, you were going to drop? I was going to say, could it be the pressure? <clears throat> he, was, he was feasting on these bad teams, and he knew that, that everybody pointed out those three, like, three-game stretch as, like, this is where we find out if Tua is Tua. Yeah, yeah. He must have felt that pressure. Because he knew 100%. that those three road games, Niners, Chargers, and then Bills, he's like, I got to show up because everybody's waiting. Everybody's watching very closely to see yeah. if I'm legit. And he folded under the pressure. Like, I don't know if it's if it was that, but I'm sure that that had something to do with it. And, and in all fairness, he did pick it up against the Bills game. And then I'm like, all right, you showed up against the Bills game. This should be easy for you when you come back home, right? You're going to show up against defense, though. I get yes. that. But you're, you're going to show up against the Packers because you, you, you got your mojo back. And then, long behold, three untimely interceptions at the end of the game. I remember Gunny tweeting about how excited he was because he got another chance at the playoffs. Sir, you were being very disrespectful that day, saying that the Miami I Dolphins was. gave you a gift. Um, yeah, I, I could tell. I told. I told Danny this. I go when I saw that third interception happen. I just walked the hell out of the house, family and all. I said, "I'm sorry. I can't be next to you guys right now because I'm not going to sit here and blame a concussion on him." Yes, he got concussed. He's been diagnosed. I get that. But if, if something's wrong, ask out of the game. Because right now, now you put your team in, in a position where Facts. you literally cost them the game. And, and Danny, you and I have talked about it. I guess you could drop your two cents. It, 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 it isn't going to be two of this week, but he did say that if somehow they do make the playoffs, you might see him back. Should we even see him back this season? No, no. What? Well, well, what would be the point? Like, if he couldn't play these last these last two games, what would be the point of bringing him in on the road against a very like you're gonna play against the second seed? That's who you're gonna play against yep, on the road. Like, I understand that it's almost like throwing throwing up the white flag, right? But if you make it, it's because you beat the Jets. So whatever quarterback, I guess Skyler Thompson, that gives you that victory, just ride with him because I can't imagine bringing in Tua for, for that game would be a good idea. The reason you're keeping him out is because you're scared that he's gonna get hurt. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine that, that that would be the, the, the smartest move. Yeah, like I, I, I have I'm, – I'm with Battle Jets fan on this one, man. Like right now you are in playoff mode. You're in playoff mode. You've been in playoff mode since last week. And, and mm-hmm. if he wasn't good enough to go last week and he can't go this week, don't bring that dude back just to go ahead and go up against a top a, a top team <laughs> in the playoffs. Because mm-hmm. like Battle said, you're playing the second the second um, second seed. In, in, yep. in that division. Mm-hmm. And I don't know you bring that dude out there right now with his – I think his confidence is a little bit shook. Let's be honest. You know, uh, Tua started off hot. You know what I'm saying? MVP talks. They, yes. were, they were all being thrown his way. Up until like week and, 14. But, yeah. Everybody said, though, you know what? We got, we're got. we going to see it. And Batter called it because, like, everybody said, hey, once y'all play the 49ers, though, things get real because your, your schedule Those, gets That three-game stretch, yep. That, and we all called it. And And – he lost that first game, and I think it started like a bit of a of a domino effect in his mind. Like, damn, man, people were already expecting this, and here I am. I don't think you bring him back, man. I, I think Tua is a starting quarterback in the NFL. Like, people For are sure. going to tell me I'm silly. 
Um, I don't know if I'm going to go as far as calling him a franchise guy because I think a franchise guy is a person you could put the weight of the team on their shoulders right. and they can carry you through thick and thin. But I he agree. is definitively a starting NFL quarterback. He's definitely one of the best 32 starting quarterbacks in the league. There's no offense or buts. I think you saved that dude, man. Right now, the concussion thing is scary, though. That's got to be scary. This is three concussions he's had in two months. That's that can't yeah, be. Three months, that yeah. can't be. Yeah. yeah, that's that's terrifying. So I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he he sits out this one, man. Like you don't bring him back in the playoffs with the pressures at an all time high against t- another team fighting for their life because now it's a legitimately playoff football across the board. So everybody's going one hundred and ten percent. Yep. I don't think you bring that dude back in there, man, knowing that you know, one wrong hit could potentially be, could it be the last time we just witnessed, you know, a horrific situation on Monday night football. Well, I think, I think that more than anything makes people, you know, hesitate on, on doing that. Facts. Facts. But before that, that horrific situation was Tua when he got hit and his hands, bro, I saw that and I was like, Oh God, by the way, like, I know that probably nobody in Cincinnati or Buffalo is watching this right now, but Bills Mafia did an amazing job when Tua got hurt, and they, they did job. another amazing job, obviously for Demar Hamlin, but even yep. more so, the fans of Cincinnati fans, yeah, Cincinnati fans, you guys are Very over and beyond bro. so amazing. The fact that when incredible Tua people was being searched out, the whole stadium was chanting his name. The when <laughs> Demar Hamlin got hurt, they blew up this guy's donation funds. Granted, a lot of fan bases blew up the donation yeah. fund for Demar Hamlin, but. Those are some top class fans that they got up there in Cincinnati. What were you gonna say, Danny? Real quick, be, uh, before I get into what I was gonna say, Vito said he wouldn't bring in uh, Tua either. He said it's just right out with Thompson. Yeah, I, um, I agree with him. Now, 100%. the reason I agree with him, <clears throat> the biggest reason I agree with him, for sure. <clears throat> if we were talking about bringing Tua back after he just got done with this five game win streak where they're hot and he's balling, <clears throat> maybe you want to ride him. But yeah. He's had a really rough last five oh, games. We're going we're gonna to talk about that video. We're going to talk about that shortly. Or, or, or four games. So it's not like he's like playing well. He's playing very poorly. So if he's right. playing poorly and then he has two weeks off where he might come back and have to knock some rust off, is that really the situation which you want to bring him in back in the, into a no. playoff game? Like I feel like the, the circumstances on how he left the last four games that he did play – Two sure, weeks yeah. off where he might have to knock yeah. some rust off and then playing against the second seed in the AFC. I feel like everything says it's pointless to bring him back. I it's agree. a disservice. It's a disservice to Tua if, if, if the Dolphins bring him back out there. Simple I, as I, that. I got a qu- another question for you guys, and I think it's something that both of us suffer through. Both fan bases. And it's the case of Fickle fans. And I went I went with Fickle this time, Gunny, because I, I do know that you found the perfect word to describe some of these fans. <laughs> but over the last... Let's say three weeks leading up to this one, the Packers lost and the Patriots lost. Let's use these last three weeks. Lordy, lordy, have I read some fickleness on Dolphins Twitter? I know that both of you have read some fickleness on your own uh, Twitter, uh, Jets Twitter. But God, listen, I may turn a lot of people off with this one, but I, I honestly don't care. So if you guys don't mind. The fact that you could call yourself a fan of this team. And then go out there and say, oh, it's time to cut loose of everybody. Oh, it's time to get rid of the coach. Oh, it's time to get rid of the quarterback. The fact that people are claiming that this is the worst collapse in Dolphins history, it's not. You must have just become a fan of this team for you to say that we went 1-15. Cam Cameron definitely deserved to get fired. But they said collapse, the biggest collapse. This was a collapse. Listen, it was a collapse, but not the biggest one. I'm sure, and I, I should have done it, but I didn't. 
I am sure that there is first-time head coaches that have had rough first years, and guess what happened? They got better the second year. They got better the third year. And the fourth year, they're off to the races. My point is, when you're saying get rid of Tua, with like how you said, Gunny, through week 14, he was basically leading the NFL in almost every single passing category. I get it. I get it. They caught up to him. I get it. They caught up to what he was doing right. But still, that means that due to Mike McDaniel not – changing his scheme and not putting two in a better plan to succeed is probably what cost him to have those really rough games. So let's go to coach McDaniel. It's his first year ever being a head coach. He's in charge of the whole entire team outside the defense. And I'll get to that in a second, but you can't say after one year that this guy is ready to go. It wasn't a one in 15 season. We were, we were like you guys, we were basically at the top of the fucking division. At one point, Danny, weren't we flirting with the number one seed in the whole AFC? So it's like, Calm the fuck down. I get it. Yeah, but the thing is that that came against really bad competition, and I think that's where everybody has the issues. But the thing is this, though. I see. I I, I'm a big fan of you. You're only control of what's put in front of you. Like you're You're right. It's the NFL. Like the the, the teams this year against the other teams, they lost five in a row after those easy games were out of the way. But you got. uh, But the people that are saying to let go of Tua or to let go of freaking Mike McDaniel, I I just spoiled. Spoiled. You're talking about a top ten offense in the NFL. A Say top it. ten offense in the NFL, the the, the first year head coach that made a bottom fifteen offense look elite in his first By the way, year. He's being like, nice. It wasn't bottom fifteen. It was more like bottom eight last year on bottom offense. Bottom eight. So my ahead. bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. But like for me, I'm I, like, kill I, I would kill. Thing. Yo, batter Jets fan, we would kill. We would kill for an opportunity for, for that an offense, offense for sure in the top ten. Sure. And and that's why I'm like, man, as spoiled fans, as fans that that like you said before, either recency bias or they don't know any better, but like. It's hard to score points in the NFL. The Dolphins did it at will for mm-hmm. 12 weeks. And we all sat there like, oh, this is going to be the week at all. This is going to be the week. And I was like, damn, all right, maybe I'm wrong about two weeks. Maybe it's this if, week. Maybe it's this maybe week. It's this, right. And I kept saying every week, I was like, hey, this is the week. Cleveland Brown's going to get that ass. Nope. Two was surgical. I get it. He went against the number one defense in, in the 49ers. And, yeah, they wrecked his shit. But – it's the number one defense. They were doing we, that to everybody. And, right. And we and we were in that game for most of the game. So it's like Facts. Danny, I, I get what you're saying that it came again, but we who we played, we played well. And Facts. even in the games that we lost, like you said about your Jets, you were in every single game. We were also in every single game that we've lost. So it's not like we're getting curb stomped by anybody. The ball's just not going sometimes our way. And for people to just put the blame on Mike McDaniel, and I and I shared this one tweet with you yesterday. I told you I'm not going to put a name to it. But the fact that somebody's New Year's resolution was for Steven Ross to die, I think that one is the one that really irked my – this guy is willing to – wait. This guy is willing to spend as much money as possible to make this team as great as possible. People are like, oh, look, he might try to go get Jim Harbaugh and then have to give Mike McDaniel an extension because he, fu- he, he tried to go through back doors to do it. The fact that he's trying to get the best people possible for this team just goes to show you that the owner's trying to do everything he can to win. He may go about it doing it wrong, but he's still trying to do everything possible to have the team win. That brand new stadium, basically, that came out of his pocket. Regardless of the funds that people are, now the city's giving back to him for all the events to come to, he still paid for that out of pocket. Up front. Yep. Come on, man. It's like, yeah. it's really I, irking me with some of these fans. Fans. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. So when it comes to batter Jets, like Jets fans, I can understand. We've been going through it, bro. Like, and I, yeah. we don't have an owner like you guys do. 
We just finally got a, a GM that knows what the hell he's talking about. Preach. We haven't had a quarterback that can make us look at and be proud to say, hey, our quarterback is the top 32 quarterback in the NFL. We haven't had that in quite some time. So I understand like our fan base being disgruntled, but I, I can't understand how our fan base can go from, oh man, we were we were bottom in defense last year. We were the freaking we were we had four wins. This year there was a lot of promise to look at. I'm, because I'm, they I'm got pissed. gassed up. I'm pissed, 100. percent And I'm pissed about that. I'm 100 percent pissed. But I'm not gonna fire. I'm not gonna fire Coach Sala. I'm nope. not gonna fire Coach Sala in year two. You know the problem. What if is, Sean Payton's a possibility? I don't uh. want Sean Payton. We don't know what Sean Payton can do without Drew Brees. The dude, it got it got rough in New Orleans and ran away when all of a sudden, oh shit, cap casualty. I don't know what I'm gonna. Why would you? Why would I want this guy to? Oh, you ran away when things got real in freaking New Orleans. Drew Brees went away and the cap the, the cap penalties are starting to come down. You're like, you know what? I'm tired. My my brain hurts. I'm gonna go home for a while. <laughs> now you want to come time. back and freaking we're gonna give up a first round. Everybody that says Sean Payton this, Sean Payton that. I'm like, what are we talking about, bro? We have no idea if this guy's a good. Look at Bill Bill freaking Belichick without Tom Brady. <laughs> what if what if freaking Sean They're about Sean to make the playoffs is, again? Are they though? I'm pretty positive the Steelers are gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. I'm yeah. pretty positive if, if, if it's, it's not, not if it's not the Dolphins. Team. It's, it's going to be the Steelers. I agree, hundred percent. If any of the Dolphins, it's going to be the Steelers. Patriots are you, not the playoffs. First of all, you and even if they did, the Patriots are one of the worst losses I've seen in a long time. And, and they, you know what, though, the two years in a row, and the coaching this, on that team is elite. On, on a couple weeks ago, Mike Bill Tomlin is, is the best coach of all time, and everybody oh. keeps hating on him. I agree, He's about to get this team into the playoffs again. Let me no, tell you something. Won't. You're being and disrespectful it, right now because just a couple weeks ago, Danny, you literally said when you guys were alive. Oh, we're all going to expect for them to go up to Buffalo and get their ass kicked. Oh, now the Patriots are getting into the Super Bowl. I mean, now they're getting into the playoffs. I didn't say Super Bowl. Oh, I'm sorry. Now they're telling you right now. You literally said Buffalo's going to kick their ass a few weeks ago when you guys were still in it. But now because you're not in it, all of a sudden they're going to go up there and beat Buffalo. That's Bill they, don't, they, don't, they don't need to beat Buffalo. If you guys can beat the Jets and they the Steelers do. don't win, oh, if the Steelers no, no, don't win. No, no, no. They're if, in. If, if everybody if the loses, Patriots need to win. No, no. The Patriots need to win. If they don't win, they're out. No, nope, you're right. They currently hold the seventh seed, right? Every, yeah, if yeah. everybody loses, if everybody loses, the Patriots are in. The Bills. So that's what you're saying. The they don't you're have saying, to beat the Bills, is what I'm but, saying. But, but, but what, I'm, what you're saying right now is that everybody's going to lose. Dolphins are going to lose. Patriots are going to lose. Steelers are going to lose, and then the Patriots are going to be in. Is that really Correct. making it in? Is that really making it in? I would have loved to make it that way. Oh, would no, you, you take it? Have. I'm sure you would. Bearded, bearded, I would take that. Only because 12, 12 years, bro. Right. I'm sorry if guys. that was the case. I told Danny three weeks ago, and for everybody, you guys this be live. Everybody on the outside looking in would be like, well, damn, I wish I would have won enough to make the fucking playoffs. I don't Listen, care how I make it. That just means you won enough. I think about it, though. I do. I do care how Listen, I make it. But oh, the, the thing is this, though, for everyone saying that Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, Danny I call bullshit because 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 Bill Belichick right now has has two wins all season against a team above 500. And at the time, those two wins came from the New York Jets. Every other team has beaten were below 500. Any team that was relatively good, he got well, look at us around. talking about the Dolphins about being good. And all they did was beat up on those five teams that were shitty. Oh, my God. So did you guys. You guys played the same people we They did. also beat the Buffalo Bills. They also beat the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm sorry same. to say it, bro. Mm. They mm. still had wins mm. that were above 500 teams. Mm. And, and every time I look at that, I'm like, look, Bill Belichick you know, you know is the most overrated part? coach of all time. 
He's the most You're overrated coach of all time. You're fucking crazy. Tom He's Brady. the reason that the Giants beat the Bills, the, one of the greatest offenses of all time. It was because Bill Belichick, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, shut down Jim Kelly. He shut down that offense. They so didn't tell me he's the greatest Bill he's the on the shoulder of all time. I didn't yeah, argue, but tell me he's the greatest that, defensive but, mind of all time. Tell me that. He is. He is the like greatest defensive like mind like of all this. time. Jet but that coach, he ended up running that it. defense and becoming the head coach. And he had those Patriots defense. The reason that Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl wasn't because of Tom Brady. It was because of Bill Belichick's defense. Okay. He stopped. No, the because you know, he, he adopted the Bill Parcells built defense. I'll give him that defense. one. I'll give him that one. He stopped the greatest show on turf. If you give anybody else that team, are they winning the championship? Who who I got a question for you? Who drafted that 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 the defense that Bill Belichick that won that first Super Bowl with? Who who, who drafted that team of that team? Who drafted, who drafted that team? team? Thank you. Who drafted that team? The, the two the two the two thousand Ravens. Did they have a dynasty? No. 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 You need to do have good coaching in order to win consistently. But for Doesn't you, to say he's the greatest of all time. Come on now. Just, he has players that's fine but bill belichick knows how to use them he saw lawyer malloy lawyer malloy you want more money fuck you get out of here guess what i'm gonna win this again right after i kick you out of here and everybody's like lawyer malloy is like the best safety in the league what, how, what is he doing he didn't care he went ahead and he won another two championships like this guy whoa, is whoa, the best. whoa listen i gave you the first one don't get crazy now tom brady yeah. carried that team the i'm rest brady of the, i'm sorry carried the rest in 2004 listen they were a, a balanced whoa. team but you're gonna sit okay. there and say that Bill Belichick what? won all seven by himself? Fuck out of here, Hell man! No. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that it was because of him that he won the first one, and he was a heavy part of the first, second, uh, second and third, 2003, 2004. We're talking too much Patriots on this show right yeah. now. I don't Bill know what Belichick, we're doing right now. Bill Belichick, we're gonna have to agree of all time. I don't think so. No, I 100. If you say greatest defensive coordinator of all time, cool. The, the thing I'm, I hate the most about this debate is that I hate defending anything Boston. But it's just such. <laughs> but it annoys me to hear everybody say that he's not. Because as much he's as not. I hate him, he's not. he is. For the record, I will say this: for the longest time, I used to say that Tom Brady was the benefit of the genius that was Bill Belichick. And, and then I not. saw Tom Brady go and go to Tampa Bay, win a Super Bowl, made it look easy, and since then has carried the team to the playoffs oh with subpar coaching, subpar coaching with Gunny, this bum. People, this bum. Bill Belichick right now, the best of anybody in the league by far. Offensive Tom Brady, not this point. year. Offensive Ooh, Tom point. Brady? You know this what? year they got this. this? Uh, oh, yeah. How many wins do they have this year? He finally doesn't eight. have one. Uh, I think eight or something like that. Eight, I think he might wins? have seven. I think he might have seven. Did they win the division already? Yes, they won the they division already. Won. They won it with seven wins already. All right, we're still talking too Tom much. Brady Tom, Brady. Tom Brady He's the GOAT. Stop that. Tom Brady Tom is Brady the GOAT. GOAT. It is what it is. Stop it. Bill Belichick is the GOAT coordinator coach. of all time. Oh, my God. Listen, let's talk about other coaching changes and quarterback changes. Like Vito was saying, we already have names being thrown around to get rid of Mike McDaniel in his first year, Danny. We got people to get rid of Tua Tungavailoa after having a very nice year. Tom Brady, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, anybody of any importance is getting thrown around for the Miami Dolphins for, the, for next season. And I hate I hate the fact that we're talking about next season because we still have a game left. The only reason I am bringing it up is because I need you to take off your Jets hat for a second. Gunny, take off your jet. No, you not literally. Don't take it off. You don't have to. But I meant like <laughs> I, I, I need you to put on a different different mindset for this one. Okay, let's go. Danny, honestly, for what you've seen them improve from last year to this year, and they have improved, like just not obviously not defensively. Defensively, we've taken a step back. But again, the only thing remaining from the defense is who? Josh Boyer. Josh Boyer obviously wasn't the, the man 
that put us in a position to win most of the games last year on the defense side of the ball. That's just my two cents. We don't have to talk about who it was, but it just wasn't him. He has put this team in many different situations where, like you said, why are we playing 20 yards off the ball when it's literally like a third and three? Like, always, you're putting the team in a bad position. So let's go there. Based off what you've seen, Danny, this year from this coach and from this quarterback, are you ready, regardless of who's almost who said quarterback is, would you do a coaching change already next year and would you do a quarterback change already next year? I don't think I would, but when you talk about this team has improved, you're not talking win total. No, I'm talking about offense, offensively, and, and that, but, that's but, mainly what but, I'm talking but, about. But they've suffered defensively. Correct. Because their defense again, has gotten worse. That, so, that's been yes, one constant, which is Josh Boyer. But Okay. Well, Brian Flores, I think, had a lot to do with the defense last year, don't you? Correct. That's my point. So I, I think since Brian Flores left, right? We're not talking about in general. Since Brian Flores yes. left and Mike McDaniel took over, the defense has suffered, but the offense has improved. Yes. The win total is the same, right? Correct. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't do it just because I'm not an advocate of a of a coaching carousel. I really dislike that. For that reason, I wouldn't change anything. But I wouldn't say that the team has drastically improved. Overall, they're in the same place that they were last year. Right. The offense may have improved, but the defense, I felt, took a step back. But that's I know my that point. there's injuries, but I, I would keep them on, not because I appreciate so much what Mike McDaniel has done, but just because I don't think it's healthy to constantly be changing coaches. For me, the defensive coordinator is the one that has to go. They basically okay. told Mike McDaniel when he came in was, hey, by the way, we think as an organization, the defense played so well last year that if we keep Josh Boyer, even though we don't have Brian Flores, that we're mm-hmm. going to have the same type of success. So they told mm-hmm. Mike McDaniel, you can build the staff and you can bring in a, a few new heads, but we're going to keep the same defensive coordinator. That's where you fucked up because you assumed that it was all Josh Boyer when in, in actuality, it had to do a little bit with Brian Flores and knowing how to run for that sure. defense. For Johnny, sure. I go to you. Mike McDaniel and Tua, change for next year or keep it the same? I think the organization would be idiotic if they got rid of uh, Mike McDaniel and Tua next year. The only culprit here, obviously, beyond obvious, is Boyer. I remember having a conversation or going into a little Twitter battle with one of your your fans on Twitter uh, earlier in the season about the defense and saying how, like, yeah, well, Brian Flores being gone is going to impact the defense. Or, oh, who cares? We got Boyer. He he was the defensive coordinator. And I'm like, yeah, but I think you misunderstand just how how much of a genius Brian Flores is and how involved he was in that part of the ball. And he told me their defense was going to be top 10. Now their offense got an offensive coach. He was going to be top 10. I'm like, man, you're kind of delusional, but okay, cool. We'll see. Boyer is, it was literally riding the coattails of Flores and it couldn't be more obvious, right? Um, The lack of adaptability and the ability to adjust the defense to even cater it to the offensive he was playing was blatantly obvious. Um, I'm sorry, man. Being able to bring your offense into the top, top 10, top five category in the NFL is so impressive to me. And it's significantly harder to do that in the league than it is to find somebody with the ability to get you into a top 15 defensive ranking. Right. Because in all actuality, you don't need a defensive genius. Somebody that's going to be that, that middle-of-the-pack top 15 guy for the Dolphins right now is going to make this team very scary with the offense being able to do what the offense can do. So, no, for me, man, like McDaniel and Tua are not the issue here, man. It's not I the agree. issue. The issue is is Boyer. He and it, it was the issue from jump because 
you need to understand and value the expertise of your head coach. And the head coach in that situation last year was Brian Flores. Y'all won games based off of defense. This year, y'all won games based off of outscoring individuals. Yeah. The difference is your offense was still respectable last year. It wasn't yeah. great, but it was no. respectable and still won games. Y'all didn't even have a respectable defense this year. And, and like, that's fair because Danny's been shitting on them all year. And, and it was all about Ben, but don't break. Ben, but don't break. Ben, but don't break. And eventually, I, and listen, I've been a big defender of my my defense. Yep. But I will tell you that when you spend averaging, by the way, 35-plus minutes defensively on the field almost every single game, something's got to change. Is it but the that players? falls on Mike McDaniel also. I get it. But if you had a defense, sir, like you said, could cause turnovers. Turnovers have been a big thing for us this year. We haven't gotten any. You remember last year, we were literally taking the ball away, whether it was interceptions or fumbles, consistently. Yep. We were getting yep. the ball back for our offense. Granted, our offense was shite last year. So if we were a little bit different this year in the aspect of getting the ball back and giving our offense more opportunities, it might be a different story. But let me ask you a quick question, and then we'll move on to rivalry week. Rivalry week here. If Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, any of these top names are available, are you even taking a look if you're um, – either? wait, actually – this goes for both of our teams. So if you're a Jets fan, Dolphins fan, whatever, right? If any of those names are available, whether it be trade, whether it be replacing Zach Wilson with said names, or whether it's replacing Tua, would you guys do it? Either, okay, either okay yeah. I'll say right now, uh, any of those guys want to come to be a Jets? Right now, yes, done. 100%. Like, Zach no questions asked. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll throw money in on this to go ahead and bring <laughs> one of those guys in. No if, ands, or buts. Now, now, for you guys, I got to say this. Way to put it, Gunny. Vito, Vito loves that support. Appreciate you, Vito. Appreciate you. Uh, but I got to say this. If I'm if I'm a Dolphins fan, y'all got to be careful with that. All that excitement about – because y'all got to remember, y'all just paid Tyreek Hill. Yep. Y'all just paid freaking uh, Bradley Chubb. Right? We got to pay Christian Wilkins. don't have any first-round yeah, yeah. picks. Right. You got to pay Wilkins, right? Freaking – you've got two cornerbacks right now, Howard and uh, Jones, yeah. who haven't looked the part. Like, they, they really haven't looked the part. They definitely, they definitely took a step back. Them. Yep. So, so in order to get one of those guys, you're talking about revamping your cap structure 100%. Mm-hmm. You don't have the capital in terms of draft picks to really bring in a Lamar Jackson or an Aaron Rodgers. Now, if you're going to give up your seconds this year and then multiple firsts to follow, like you're literally crippling your franchise Facts. with the hope that you're going to win a Super Bowl because that's the only thing that matters, right? right. Like if you're going to do all that, go all in, yeah. chips all the chips into the middle of the, of the, of the, of the pot. That's to win the Super Bowl. And I think crippling your team in that fashion and having to go ahead and, and take away key pieces of it could do more damage than, than help. Because Tua, I mean, again, if you look at the numbers, he performed on par with the majority of those guys that, and, that you would want to bring in. And I think, Danny, if I remember correctly, I said 26 touchdowns for Tua and around five to six interceptions for this year. I think he's at that. So I got the numbers right for this season. But, Danny, real quick, before you drop your two cents, I don't want to seem like I'm defending Chris Greer because he has hit on a lot of picks, right? He's obviously had some big misses as well. Like the year they drafted Tua, it's like they took Noah Iggy B that's been a ghost. He's taken a lot of people who haven't been producer, but for the most part, he's also put us in a position to win. Now, granted, you could only do so much. Everything else needs to come into play. Offense needs to play great. Defense needs to play great. We're in a position, like Gunny said, Danny, where we got no draft capital. Currently, we're going to be looking at negative cap space next year until we restructure a bunch of contracts. So he went all in 
and we're basically getting eight, nine wins out of this season. So two quick questions to you, Danny. You keeping two up or replacing him with any of those other five quarterbacks? And do you think Chris Greer needs to go based off the position he put us in? I wouldn't say Chris Greer has to go just because, like you said, he's loaded up this offense. I feel like he's done a great job of loading up the offense. The defense, he can't predict that Xavier Howard is going to fall off a cliff. Yep. Uh, Ryan Jones injured all year. Yep. Uh, Javon Holland, I think, has played well. Your defensive line has played well. I mean, it hasn't produced like we thought it might. Right. He got Bradley Chubb in the middle of the year. Young Jalen Phillips. You needed something, so he got it. and So he's been reloading. So it's not like he's – it's for a lack of effort. He's brought in big names. I think that he doesn't need to go. Now, I will tell you, I if I would feel very uncomfortable if I was a Dolphins fan and I came in with Tua as my number one, basically more than anything because of the way this year's kind of played out. And no fault of his, right? You can't predict Injuries. concussions. But yeah, there's just true. some players that are unfortunately, and I hate to say it, but they're just injury prone. And like it's just, it's almost like they're a magnet to it. And it feels like Tua is riding that wave. And like I said, it's not no, no fault of his own. Right. So he doesn't want to be injured, but yeah. <clears throat> but like I said, like you guys are like in a win now mode. That's why I think that this, you guys, if you guys miss the playoffs, it hurts a lot more than it did for the Jets because we were playing with House. 100%. Money. We weren't 100%. expecting to make the playoffs. We're, we were kind of happy if we would have ended up where we are right now. This is what we kind of wanted. Well, not you heard it. Here, I, I, I thought 10 to 13 wins. So for sure, it's going to hurt. It, it right. hurts us so, more. So I feel like if you guys come in with Tua as your plan A, I feel like you're kind of gambling on throwing another year away because he might get injured again. What if he gets concussed again? Like so, yeah. and again, knock on wood, I hope that doesn't happen. I feel bad for the guy, but I, I, I would feel uncomfortable with that as my plan A. With that That's said, point. I feel really confident in saying that Tom Brady's going to be your starting quarterback next year. Wow. I don't want to get into that right now. I don't want to get into that. Whatsoever. Well, that's what I'm. I, what is this? January fourth, twenty twenty two. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. This out yeah. and and I'll, and I'll oh, twenty twenty three. I'll bring yeah. this back when he signs with the Dolphins. Wow, Tom Brady. Wow. Okay. Wow. You heard it here first from the better Jeff fan. He thinks Tom hey. Brady will be our starting quarterback next season. Hot oh, yeah. motherfucking take, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's gonna be a part. Yeah. Gunny, it's time. Batter Jets fan, it's time. It is rival week. You guys escaped with a win in New York many weeks ago. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was pulled we by, win by like over 20 points. Oh my it was god, like here a, we go. It was again. a beat down. I don't you know if that, that was escaped. the most points you scored off year all season. <laughs> <laughs> was on the Dolphins. You scored 20 points in the last six minutes of the game because Mike we still said, scored them. You still eh. was like talking about that Ravens game. It was like, oh, I'm the sorry. Ravens. What was the final score? What was the final score? Listen, first of all, that Ravens game, we were the ones that were down and came back. You guys weren't you still, down. You still scored it all in the fourth quarter, and you still talk about that. that fourth quarter. Like, fuck oh, that. You guys suck. You guys take our fourth quarter away. And you know that. This is, why, this is why the New York Jets aren't playing for anything, because, you know, they're holding on to small <laughs> victories. They're holding on to very That's small victories. <laughs> all we got. <laughs> Unfortunately, you had a starting quarterback for what, like ten games this year. We had a starting quarterback for zero games this zero. year. We're playing with backup zero quarterbacks this year. all year long. I, I, I appreciate that they're calling him a backup now, but they were on that Zach Wilson boat for for most As games you. this season. Yes, yes. I'm not, I'm not denying it. I'm, not, I'm right. not denying it. All right, all right. But before we get into Jets preview, Mr. Gunny, don't you have a special treat? For some Jets fans out there, 
I sure do. I sure do. So we wanted to go ahead and partner up with um, uh, the Bitter Fanatic, Battered Jets fan. Man, I love these guys. Uh, probably two of the the biggest relationships I've built this year getting into this content creation game. So because of that, yeah. it is Jets versus Dolphins week, and we wanted to go ahead and make this thing spicy, right? So we're going to be giving away on this channel a Garrett Wilson. Hold on. A Garrett Wilson autographed football. Okay, so all you that, gotta do a, pretty much to qualify signature, by the way. <laughs> that's not mine. So and just to be saying, you got the JSA certification right there, there to prove go. that this there is legit. Go. Garrett Wilson. I have a theory that Garrett Wilson doesn't put his jersey number on his autographs because he's planning on getting number five next year when Mike, Mike White, White is no longer on the team. So yep. that's why he doesn't put his number on his autographs. But we're gonna be giving away this autograph football on this channel. Um, and all you have to do to qualify thus far is follow all of our channels, all right? So yep. follow New York Jets Sit Rep, Bitter Fanatic, Batter Jets Fan, and we're going to be picking it on your channel, right, Bearded? On Sunday yeah. before the game. Yep. Picking the winner on Sunday before the game. Um, I'm sure you're going to have some extra buy, uh, rules, potentially. Like, what are the I, rules? I, like, I, I'm, I'm... I, I probably will. So we'll probably, like, a drop a keyword somewhere in this real quick. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll ponder go. it. And then uh, we're going to verify that you've actually followed all three channels. So what I'm going to do on my end, if you guys see right here over my shoulder right there, I posted it on my Twitter uh, a couple days ago. Actually, it did very well, Danny. I think it had like 34, 35,000 views. Um, I bought an additional four of those, and I'm going to gift them out. I'm, I'm literally, if you hit me up with the keyword, first four people who hit me up with that keyword are literally going to get these sent to their house. Um, awesome. What, what I appreciate is... And it's actually pretty big. So let me oh, give me a second here. Mr. Marino himself. The goat. Right there. Oh, look, and he's wearing all his championship rings. <laughs> <laughs> they do a pretty good job making those things realistic. I have I have no comeback right now. I have no comeback right now. <laughs> All I got to say is the Jets haven't won anything since Danny was negative 35, but that's fine. That's fine. If you want to shit on my guy that literally held every single passing record for our whole entire life, you know, that's fine. Shit on my guy. You ain't had to say it like that, though. You You didn't have to come out of like that. That was a little rough. I think the Great Depression was still going on when the New York Jets won their initial Super Bowl. Okay, all right. We we, we took our swing and it's over now. We can stop with the but swings. That's, that's the fun part about Rival Week. Like I said, I'm going to give those away. We'll drop a keyword, something fun. Um, follow all of our channels. We'll tweet about it. You know, we'll obviously, after we do our highlight video, we'll tweet about it. And then um, hopefully you guys win one. Um, I know my boy Vito, if he's still in here, I know he's excited to get one. Um, Vito was actually in that drawing, Danny, for the Houston Texans game. Oh, and I it, didn't get it, it. It literally swung him by like that much. So he almost got it. So we're going to do something for this one. Um, I will not promise you this, but there is a slight potential that we might give Jets Dolphin tickets away. I'm still talking to a few people about that one, but I'm just throwing that one out there as well. Um, I think this is a good time. I think it's a good time to ask Gunny now that you brought up your your two season tickets and how you gave them away for the yes, Texas game. Yes, that's exactly where we're about a good to get time into. To, Jets preview, to, baby. To Here ask, we go. I think it's a good time to ask Gunny a quick question and, and kind of his uh, his opinion do, on a situation between Matt and I. 
No, no, you go ahead. You tell okay. 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 All right. Yes, Vito. I know. I know, Vito. Vito, I think I'm going to make this one easy for you, man. I'm going to make this one easy for you. All right. So, Gunny, I have a question for you. All right. You Let's say you lived in the great state of South, I mean, Florida, right? All right. Cool. You, cool, only, cool, you cool. only got to see your New York Jets once a year. Okay. Your boy, the bearded fanatic, is a season ticket holder since 2015. Okay. My season tickets are section 130, row one, seats Ooh. 17 and 18. Right behind Ooh. the end zone, right next to the world famous deep end, and I give away said ticket to you every single year, so you could come enjoy your, come enjoy your New York Jets. Okay. Whether you're playing for anything or not, Gunny, would you still come see your New York Jets, even though your said second favorite team, your side bitch, your not important wife, is also playing in the same town at the same exact time, but? They're actually playing for something. They're playing, I think Danny said, a record straight, 14 straight wins, which will mean nothing if, if they lose the next 30 and miss the playoffs. We're talking about the Brooklyn Nets. Which team would you be going to? Would you be taking my said free ticket and go to the New York Jets game, or are you going to watch some basketball? What's your answer there, buddy? Uh, just just, to, just to, to predicate this, my first love is basketball. Okay, Ooh, like okay. I, okay. I, I came to the states. So the, Jets Haiti. the Jets no, no, aren't no, your no, wife. No. The Jets aren't your no. wife. That's hold on, time out. Okay. Hold on, bearded fanatic. Okay. Hold on now. Okay. Hold on. I'll say this. I came from the states. First time I ever played basketball was in Asbury Park, New Jersey, using mm. the whole milk carton thing. And I saw some kids playing. I wanted to get in on it. Started playing basketball. Got good at it. I went to Rutgers University on a scholarship because of basketball. Basketball was my first love. Went I went to my first love. Yeah, I went to Rutgers. Oh, okay. So, so with that said, football, hey, that's my main. Mm. Like that's that's mm. the love of my life. Like, so I, I played football briefly in in high school, and I'll tell you this: I realized I wasn't built for it. I wasn't built for it, man. Like, and there's a special appreciation to where I didn't like getting hit. So I was the dude that, yeah, I was I was six feet tall, but I was like a buck seventy five. I didn't like getting hit. It didn't feel good which is why I chose basketball. You can't hit me on basketball. If you do, it's a foul. I'm going to the free throw line. It's easy get, yeah. easy day. For sure. So for because sure. of that, I've always had a special admiration of what these guys do. Like, you're you're putting your body through hell. You're modern-day gladiators in my mindset. Yeah. I'm going to watch the Jets play. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Even though the I'm game going is meaningless. And, and, and you, look, I'm, Brooklyn I'm going to watch are, the Jets play. I asked them. Or, I'm or going to watch the Jets play. The I'm a Jets Knicks fan. Okay. I don't, I'm a Knicks fan, vice and that, but I'm still going to go watch. I'm still going to watch. If, if the Knicks... it's not a playoff game. It's not a playoff game. This isn't a playoff right, game. But, There's but, but, 82 look, games if, if in the NBA. <laughs> again, but, but, let me, but, let, but let me clarify. All right, There's a chance that they break a franchise record. Okay, Those okay. things don't happen very often. So what I'm doing is I'm choosing watching history for the franchise that I root for right. or going to watch a meaningless football game in which a part of me is kind of numb because I'm okay if they lose because it just improves their playoff record, uh, their, their, their draft, uh, draft pick. Right. And, and also it makes the, the Patriots make sure that they stay out of the playoffs or, or improves the chances of the Patriots not making it. So it's almost like I, I want the Jets to win, but I'm okay if they don't. Where right down the road, I got a good team that I can root for and they're actually playing for history. So what happens if they lose? Hold on, I got you, baby. I got you, baby. What happens if the Brooklyn Nets lose? 
Then I went to watch a good team lose, but I had, they were playing for something. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. So here it is. So as a Jets fan, as battered as you are as well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me to go to a game where you would think it's meaningless, but the chance to do one of two things. One, if we win, yeah, we, we mess up our freaking ability to go ahead and get you know a top 10. A top 10 player. Whatever. Right, right, right. But we uh, essentially get to make sure the Dolphins don't go to the playoffs. Two, that doesn't mean anything to me. Two, I don't know why people get hyped me. up about that. What do you mean? Nah. How do you not? It's it's literally in your division. How does that not matter to you? I, because what? it matters to me more that the Patriots don't make it. I don't care if the Dolphins That's make it. The Dolphins are garbage. The, I don't want the Patriots if, to make it. The Bills are going to beat the Patriots. They're not making it, bro. <laughs> but if that, the Bills if beat that, the Patriots and then we beat the Dolphins... That means the Steelers are getting in. The Steelers are getting in. Mike Tomlin. You talk about great coaches. Mike Tomlin is a great coach. He could find the way to win that game and make it into the playoffs. You know what? If this mic wasn't so expensive, I'd drop it. I'm I'm going I'm going to watch the Jets because it's going to give me more fulfillment. Of one, if we beat them. More fulfillment. They're not going to the playoffs. Right. And then the Bills, so what the you're Bills saying are going to beat that, the freaking Patriots. And the Steelers are going to beat the Browns. Yes. yes. The Steelers can beat the Browns. What? Have you yes. seen okay. the playbook? Yes. The Steelers can beat the Browns. Okay. The Steelers can beat the Browns. Come on, son. And then, oh, okay. and then that, okay. that's going to be a trifecta of beautiful, like, aura and serotonin being pumped into my brain. Because I got to watch Wait, the freaking don't get Dolphins cry. Don't get, don't get ahead of yourself. I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm saying if, if. This is what I'm – but if, if you go to the, the next game and they lose, oh, okay, you got to watch another basketball. You still have one, one of 82 games. And one of 82 hmm. games in the NBA. Like, wait, I, let me I, ask, wait, let me ask you one more question, Danny. Have they played in Miami already this season? No. So that means you still have another chance to go see them. Mm-hmm. Come on, Danny. Comment so section. what you're telling me comment is section. that – Tell him how wrong he is, comment section. Please tell this man how wrong so, he is. So what you want me to do is – the Jets are horrible. Yes. Do you want me to go? Take the chance that they lose, and then right. I miss out, and then the Nets win. So what you're telling me is, you Brother, don't know how much I'm going to want to punch you in the face if I go to the game <laughs> and the Jets lose, and then the and Nets also break fair. a franchise record. That is fair. And then that is and fair. I'm sitting there that at home, fair. and I'm like, I just went, spent my afternoon watching the Jets lose Yo, to the Dolphins. Listen, spend and the then I'm watching on TV. Too, I know on you're a piece TV, of shit. The Nets break this franchise record. Bearded, I love you, bro, but I can't argue that either. No, like if, I can't, if he I can't. if he goes Listen. and they do lose and then they win, like that hurts. But Listen, but but battered. That means we got a top ten pick, baby. Whew, this could be the pick that changes the trajectory of well, while this I'm at home at nighttime watching the Nets break that franchise record. I promise you, that's not what I'm thinking. <laughs> this is also fair. Listen, also fair. He could he could go and spend some quality time with this supposable boy of. 25 plus years, but now nah, I'm going with my wife to the to the Nets game though. Fuck your wife. All right. Oh, whoa, listen. Whoa, hold on now. Time listen. out now. <laughs> I can say that. I can say that. I can say that. Oh. <laughs> Shit. Let's talk about this game and let's talk about the no potential. Of- I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, you know, yeah. W- wives are forever, but friendship. Needs right, work. That needs right work. Cult this right here, bro. This right here. That shit. You know what I'm saying, like, bro. Like, right. You preach it, brother. You, 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 you got kids, it. right? You got kids, right, man? Yes, he does. He's got two. Ain't going nowhere. 
Yeah. That's forever. That is forever, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you got to put work, man. You got to put work into the freaking friendship, dog. You need to cultivate yeah. that. Nurture yeah. it, bro. Yeah. You just, Nurture it. Touch it. You can't it. quit on that. Feel it. You can't you know? quit on that. You ever heard, hey, yo, bros before, I'm not going to say the other no, part. No, <laughs> because no, these yeah. are our wives we're talking right, about. Right, right. But I'm just saying the sentiment still applies. <laughs> well, let's talk about this other sentiment. Let's talk about uh, a, I, pot- I, a potential. Uh, um, uh-oh. Uh oh, hold on, guys. Hold on, guys. Somebody, somebody might get punched on screen right now. She's not. She's <laughs> not. She doesn't want to get on screen. Nah, we were just talking about. See what her, happened? It's a sports. No. It's a sports. Go, 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 go. Tell her, tell her that that you want me to go hang out with man. No, I don't hang out with my wife. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You missed you, the you, whole you're good. part. Right, right. All she heard was hoes, and then she's like, "Oh, what hoe you in here talking about?" That's all she heard. Yeah. That's all she heard. Yeah, exactly, Beardy. All you heard yeah. was bros before hoes, and that's just that's it. That's what got her in the room. That's what got her in the room of the conversation. Yeah, literally, bro. She came out of nowhere. I'm like, where the hell did you come from? <laughs> Listen, bro. Huh? No, 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 nah, nah, nah. First of all, my my queen ain't no hoe. Ain't no talking about my queen right. like that. I don't right. like how you just said that shit. <laughs> right. I'm I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. <laughs> We we got a little off track here. We got a yeah, little my off track. We were talking we about football, track. right? Right. We're talking about football. We're talking about football. Let's Listen, go let's go ahead and talk about this guy. Let's go back to that. Let's talk about our seventh round pick, Skyler Thompson, potentially getting the start against your New York Jets, Danny. And we beat him once already. You did. You, you beat Teddy Bridgewater. Remember, that's who started the game. That's who started the game. For all right. One play. That's who started the game. That's who started okay. the game. That's who got the first practice reps. All right. Was Skyler right. Thompson. With Skyler Thompson with a full game under his belt. I saw what he did against the Minnesota Vikings. He was having a he was having a Teddy Bridgewater type game before you saw Teddy Bridgewater leave this Patriots game where he was successfully getting the ball downfield. And I get what you've said. You said the Minnesota Vikings also have a bad defense. Like a lot of, of people the worst have defenses in the league, right? Right. A lot of people have moved the ball against the Minnesota Vikings. But what from a fan perspective, I know what I have in Teddy Bridgewater. I know what I have in Tua Tungavailoa. And I don't want to see Tua Tungavelo step on the field again this season, regardless of us yeah. making the playoffs or not. Yeah, I want to see if God, I'm hoping a full game from Skyler Thompson for two for two reasons. This is just my point of view, and then I'll drop it off to you. I want to see Skyler Thompson if we do have a potential backup in our system, in our franchise, where all you did you're literally paying almost the the veteran minimum or less for him being a seventh round pick to be a backup to Tua next year or whomever else might be our quarterback. And then furthermore, if he comes in and has a good showing against your, you said it, the good defense is what you're going to title your defense. If he goes in and has a good game against your against your defense, I think that could be very telling of what he could potentially be next season. Because I don't feel like him coming in against the Patriots after Teddy got hurt. I don't think of him coming into the game after um, Teddy Bridgewater got hurt against you guys is enough to say, all right, we've seen enough of set We've seen enough of Skyler Thompson. I think that's unfair because that's like saying you've seen enough of Mike McDaniel, you've seen enough of Tua to be able to make an assertion of what they're going to be next year. That's just my two cents. But, sir, how do you feel about Skyler Thompson going against your Jets this weekend? Gunny. Skyler was drafted in what round? Seventh round. Yeah, listen, it's a seventh rounder, bro. Like, listen, the probability, the probability of 
I think what anything past a third rounder in the NFL being a legitimate starter in the league right. is like five percent, something ridiculously low, right? And it gets lower as the as the rounds go further out. Now <clears throat> you have the Brock Purdy's of the world, yes, who right now are like, oh crap, you know what I'm saying, Mr. Irrelevant. We might have something. We might, like have, this. Something. We might right. have something. But I, I I think we need to go ahead and the recency bias is just so big. Everybody is so hopeful that they got the next great big thing, right? That the realistic Facts, aspect Facts. is that's more the an outlier than the norm. Um, but I'm with you, Strefler, man. At the Strefler very least, Streffer did look really good in the preseason, but we saw what he looked I, like yeah, in yeah, live yeah, game action. The preseason is a different monster. It's I'll different. Take, I'll, I'll take Skyler Thompson's arm over Chris Trevor's arm. I think I throw 100 sure. I, I think for sure. 100. Percent. I think sure. I throw a better ball than Chris Trevor. Yeah. But go ahead, Gunny. Finish you, your, you tell finish your no lies. You tell no lies. Finish your thought, Gunny. So for me, man, I think it's just that with, with this, though, it makes perfect sense. You, you know Teddy Bridgewater is not going to be on the roster next nope. year. You just know. You're not going to pay this dude that much money to come back. Two was definitively going to be there. Do you want to bring in a veteran to combat him for QB1? Yeah. Maybe he drops a QB2 if he loses that, whatever the case might be. Right, right. But QB3 is also one important component. You're seeing that right now with, with the Dolphins. It's the important right now. Had, right. Facts, right, with QB3. So I think that in a situation like this, you do want to see what he's about. Because, again, he, what other choice do you have? If he wins this game and he goes we into the playoffs. We signed Mike Glennon today. Yeah, I saw that. And I thought to myself, the desperation, I can smell it. I can smell it even here. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just think at the very least, he's going to let you guys know if he can play at a competent level. Fair enough. That's my you know point. Competent level. So I, I feel you on that. I think seeing him play – Win or lose, it's going to at least allow you the ability to know, do we have a competent, reliable backup, whether right. it's QB3, QB4, whatever, right. on the roster. That's one less position y'all got to worry about in the offseason. Preach it. Because Teddy's gone. Tua's going to be, you know, QB1, 1B, based off of, again, what, what Batter brought up makes a lot of sense because he's right. right. To go in there blindly thinking he's going to stay healthy for 17 games next year, it's literally doing the franchise an injustice. You guys don't care. If you think, okay, we're going to bet on Tua, it's like us betting on Beckton to be healthy coming back mm. next year at the left tackle position. Mm. It exactly the no same. Uh -huh. makes no sense. So when Batter said it that way, I was like, damn, yo, he's right. I didn't even think about nice. it that way. As good as Tua has been when he's on the field healthy, unfortunately, he missed, what, six games this year? Six games yeah. out of 17. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's about to be his seventh game. So, nah, I think that in this situation – this is a great opportunity for y'all to know, okay, QB3 slash four, whatever. Can this dude at least be serviceable in a pinch? Because right. and, injuries and, are part and, of the game. And even two, and I'm not saying he's going to take two a spot, but what I'm saying is in the very minimal off chance that we actually get rid of Tua Tungavailoa and you do potentially see something in, in right. Skyler Thompson, right. now you know that you could potentially bring in a veteran and have Skyler Thompson back him up. But Danny, go ahead and drop me your two cents. Um, I think that Skylar Thompson would be a serviceable uh, backup from what he what I've seen from him this year so far. I think you but, look like Skylar like, Thompson, like, by the way. Just throwing that but, out. But there. but like you said, Gunny, you said I look like Skylar Thompson. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, but <laughs> I think Gunny's right. I think QB three is important because, like I said, I don't think Skylar Thompson is going to be your starter next year. I don't mm -hmm. think that Tua should be Plan A. Therefore, I think there should be somebody else coming onto this team to be quarterback. Like I said, which you said I shouldn't be predicting it so early, but I do think Tom Brady is going to be on the team next year. Go, Even man. if he's not, 
even if he's not, I think there's going to be another QB coming in I to be a veteran presence to I agree. You know, compete with Tua. So I, I think Skylar Thompson's playing for that third QB spot. And I, I mean, I'm okay Skyler with that. Thompson, so he's looked okay. Yeah, as a QB right. three, I think yeah. that'd be great. He's looked okay. Yeah, he has. By, okay. And by the way, I. Outside of those big five names that we mentioned earlier, I do think there will be another veteran presence at quarterback in this roster. Who that might be, I don't know, but I agree with you. I don't think, I don't think Chris Greer does himself a disservice if he's still the GM of this team and not bring in some type of actual competition for Tua. I I'll think, tell you who it is right now. Well, it better not be Tom Brady because this guy already stole your thunder with that one. Yeah, no, I, I don't think it's going to be Tom Brady either. I just, I just, I don't. <laughs> okay, what you got? What you got? But. I, I'm going to say this right now. Here's my hot take for, for this okay. offseason. Gardner Minshew is Ooh. going to be on the New York Jets or the Miami Dolphins. I guarantee Ooh. you. Gardner Minshew. Watch. Mm. Okay. Be either a Jet or a Dolphin this year. So, so we, we, we got know Thomas someone Brady. who is going to be oh, that you, wild. That you said that. And we're not going to – listen, KRS, wherever you are, this man just predicted. <laughs> this man just predicted Gardner Minshew to the New York Jets or to the Miami Dolphins. Sounds oh, like we're going to have like a third somebody... co-host next year. Yeah, some, <laughs> yeah. I, I promise you, if his boy Gardner Minshew gets signed by either of those teams, he will be a constant in one of our shows. But let's talk about another thing about your New York Jets, something I didn't predict at, at earlier in the year. Is your running game susceptible to our running backs? The play, your, the first play of the game started with like a what forty seven yard run against Seattle 49, Seahawks 49 yards. yeah so run. so yeah. something like that and then he ended the game with like was still with like a hundred and a hundred and forty yards hundred thirty two yards rushing and then another twenty yards passing it was embarrassing so one of the things I, that uh, we, good one of the things we haven't been consistent with of is running the ball I think with Skyler Thompson coming into the game you're like all right I can't make this guy pass the ball forty times. I think they will rely on the run. So my question to you, Danny, are you guys actually susceptible to the run? And is that going to be a problem for the New York Jets this weekend? I don't think I don't think it's so much of a problem. I think what I and what I told you when we recorded our show, uh, the sure. Jets show uh, a couple yeah. of days ago, is that you guys need to score in the first quarter. Because yeah. when we get punched in the mouth once, we buckle down. And it's basically just a field goal fest for the opposite team the rest of the game. But Fact. for some reason, they come out kind of, Eh. Like a days ago, yeah, and, and they give up a first a touchdown on the first or second drive. I was surprised that they gave up two in the first three drives that this past week, but then they tightened up and it was just field goals the rest of the way. So I do think that if you're going to have success, it has to be early. Um, and no, I don't uh, think we're able to. There you go. So not running the ball or passing, you guys aren't no. really okay. No, it was it was just two big plays that, that the Seahawks had. They had that sixty yard run, and then on the third drive, Geno Smith scrambled and did like a little uh, like a little dump off. I remember know, flick of the wrist to, to off, DJ to the Dallas, I believe that's the name. Somewhat, and he went yeah. like fifty yards, and it was those two big plays that ended up turning into touchdowns. Other than that, we made them earn everything, and it was basically just field goals the rest of the way. So Gunny, I I don't, I don't think we're susceptible. No, Gunny Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert. We already know what Raheem Mostert is. You give him an av- you give him an inch, and he's gonna take a mile. He he he's gone. Jeff Wilson, he's a pounder. He might break up three or four tackles and get and get through your secondary. Is the running game susceptible? And it might be an issue for um, you guys this weekend against my team. So so first, I don't know if anybody else knew this, but the Miami Dolphins have on their roster the two fastest recorded miles per hour sprints ever. In the NFL, mm-hmm. Tyreek Hill, number one, 
fastest recorded uh, sprint at 23.2 something miles per hour. Mostert, number two, at 22.10, like one, one something miles per hour. So the two right. fastest human beings in the NFL are on this <laughs> roster, <laughs> which and is healthy. disgusting. And, 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 and Waddle is a very close third. Like, it's not like it's that they've got the fastest rot, like, like, like guys on their roster. Um, I'm, I'm battered, man. I'm, I'm, I see where you're coming from, right? In terms of the team buckling down, but I do have a hint of defeat, uh, like spewing from this team, man. And I, I think that's, that's where I get a little bit more anxious about it. Cause we've been susceptible to the run throughout, throughout the year. We've got that incredible secondary with freaking sauce and, and DJ and, and Carter that have done ridiculous things this season. And it's forced yep. teams to rely on the run. And I think right now with the amount of speed they have in the backfield, I actually put in my prediction video, that's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is them. Yeah. These sauce and, and DJ can, can lock up Waddle and, and Hill and they're going to run the ball down our throats. And I don't know if, I don't know, man. I feel like towards the back of, of, of last week's game, you saw a team that was just there to be there. Eh, we're, we're here now. We're not coming back. It is yeah. what it is. I, I am worried about the run game. I won't lie. I'm worried about the run game. I think if you guys I, beat us, it's going to be on the ground. I think the, the, the ground and pound mentality is what scares me more. I have more faith in, in DJ and Sauce being able to hold their own against for sure. Waddle and Hill. Yep, and I just don't have I don't I can't see the answer at stopping that level of speed in the run game, even if it's a little freaking dump off screen pass, which we've seen plenty of times. Like, we've yeah. seen do a, a thousand times because we're so worried about getting beat over the top by these freaking elite speed receivers. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried about that. I, I think that the run game is going to be a, a heavy dose of what potentially does us in this weekend. I like um, it. so I'm concerned about it. I'm concerned about the run game. All right. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go ahead and pick this game. And before we do, well, before I start picking, could you do me a favor, Manny? Yeah. Well, I, I was going to say something about the defense, but could, before I do, sure. Could you look up how often they passed when Tyler Skyler Thompson was a uh, started for you guys? Because the you. thing is, I, I get you, Gunny, and uh, about being fearful of the ground and pound. But Mike McDaniel likes to play PlayStation 5. He thinks he's playing Madden out there. And no matter who the quarterback is, he likes to throw the ball. So I'm curious if when Skylar Thompson was Skyler Thompson, Skylar Thompson threw the ball against you guys 33 times. That's a lot. Okay. And then he played a a game or two after that. He played against Minnesota. Correct. I can tell you what uh, it was right now. So so I'm kind of curious because I don't think that they're going to resort to, to running the ball because that's just not yeah. what Mike McDaniel does. I, that, that's, I, am I saying, think that that's his biggest downfall as a head coach. 100%. But I'm also giving my prediction based off of the fact that he also knows this game is do or die for his season. I think that I, I, the guy is a Harvard graduate. I'm sorry, Yale? Is it Yale? I'm not sure. Yale or Harvard? One of the two. He's in. He's went to one of those Ivy smart League schools. Ivy League schools. He's, a, huh? he's smartest. It's an Ivy League school. Smart dude. I have a hard time now. If he doesn't use that big brain of his to realize, we might have hey, that talk about coaching changes after. Then this that's right. a conversation. If right. if they lose this game because, like you just said, you're right. He does tend to want to play freaking Madden. He thinks he can out scheme and get everybody open and make it work. If he doesn't realize, like my best way to beat these guys is on the ground. Like the last two teams did, uh, then there's a like a legitimate concern. Hey, bro, I, I, you're not seeing the bigger picture because 
this is the safest season, bro. This game is to literally save this season. With the amount of capital they've put into this roster, the faith they put into him, complete control, yeah. you win and you're in. You win, and the Bills are going to beat the Patriots. You're winning, you're into the playoffs. Right. And if he doesn't adjust his game plan, bro, knowing knowing that Salah knows him <laughs> and and freaking uh, uh, LaFleur knows him, like I almost feel like, yeah, you're you're asking to be looked at and say, okay, you don't understand the concept of playing chess in the NFL. So this ain't checkers, bitch. And we're gonna have to go ahead and let you. So if if, if they don't run the ball, and you're right, battered, I'm a, I'm with you. I think you're right. Like he might want to play the video game thing, but if he doesn't realize like this game is huge, and you don't have Tua back there slinging it, and you've got to make the running game work in this offense, which is a big component of of getting the offensive flow. I'm I'm gonna have to kind of like step back and what I thought about Michael Fleur in terms of like, hey, he did this, he was great, the elite offense. Let's give him another like that's just dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> and by the way, being that uh being that you actually brought up a very good point um as far as what we have on our team, I, I found the keyword that we're gonna use before we pick this game. So Ooh. I, I think we're gonna go with Danny. Let me know what you think of this right here. I'll put it at the very bottom. To be your keyword, boys, when I put the post, to use, we're going to use this right here. Hashtag elite speed. Because that's speed. That's what the Miami yeah. Dolphins bring to the table. And that's why I think we're, they're going to have to rely on. Like you said, Raheem Mostert is going to have to be a big part of this game. Jeff was in it. Tyree Kill, you know, quick across the field, get it into his hands. Let's see, let, let him create. I think that's going to take it. I'm going to go ahead and pick first. I think the Miami Dolphins do win this game, whether Danny's there or he's crying somewhere else from being a little bitch from not wanting to watch his team. Um, I think they're going to win this game 24 to 13, and the Dolphins will be – actually, both games are at the same time. Um, Mike McDaniel has already come out and said that no news is going to be, be reported, at least from a stadium standpoint, that they're going to be showing the scores for that game. He doesn't want to hear anything while the game is going on. Um, but I do think that Miami Dolphins do find a way – to game plan correctly against your New York Jets and take the win 23, 24 to 13. Danny. Why? What do you mean, why? Well, how do you think that they're going to score 24 points Yo, on our defense? Here we defense? go again. Here You're a fucking go, idiot. Bro. Here we go again. On your how, how could you possibly defense, think? On your whack ass defense, on your subpar good defense. You know how many your, teams have scored more? You know how many defense? teams? Do you have it? You know, Zero. Like, Yo, no, yeah. 23 How points. many teams have scored 24, 24 points. points or more uh, you know against what? the Jets? I'm going to go up now. Now I'm going to go up to 27. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. But that doesn't make sense, Bearded. Like, <laughs> those, no those, one those has done that. that. Nobody's done. The Bengals Nobody's got done there. that. I, I think the maybe it was Ravens just didn't get there. Wait, the hold Bengals on. Who's got there? The Bengals got there, and yeah. I think it was um, the, the Vikings scored 27 on us. That's it. You're telling me Skyler Thompson, your third string quarterback, is just randomly going to put up 24 yep. points? Just randomly? That, that's, that's, a, that's how little I think of your team right now, sir. That's okay. all. And yeah, especially with sure. Zach Wilson, especially with Zach Wilson maybe paying quarterback for you this weekend. Yeah, he'll turn he's the not. ball over a few times. They already, they already said Mike White. Uh, okay, well, he's got 29 broken ribs. He might throw a couple picks our way, too, and give us an extra possession. So that might... just, just, just for the record, only two teams have hit the 27-point mark on us or above. Game two of the of the season, the Browns, the Browns with thirty points, and <laughs> the Vikings 
exactly mm-hmm. at 27. The Bengals, you, you guys won against the Bengals or you lost against the Bengals? No, we lost against we lost the Bengals, but they, they, they only put up, scored... They put up 27 on you as well. Oh, 27 too. Okay, so three. Yeah. So three teams. But but you're talking about <laughs> Jacoby Brissett. Mac Jones is... put up 22 points on you guys. I don't want to hear it. We're putting up 23. We got a better offense than Mac Jones and the New England Patriots. With Pick Tua? your damn game. Pick okay, your see, damn game. Disrespectful. Pick see, your damn game. You know what? Go ahead. Look, okay, I think the Dolphins have a chance to win. Guys. It's just stupid that he says that he's going to score 24 points. If yeah, you guys win, it's because you guys are going to win a very ugly game. Okay. So, but I don't think, you, unfortunately, I don't think you guys are going to win. Um, I, I'll say 14-10. The Jets win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the game that you want me to go to. That ugly slump. I'm just wondering where you guys are going to get 14 points from, but that, that's fine. Go ahead, Gunny, man. What do you what do you think of life, man? What do you think about this game? Listen, I, I did my prediction video, and I'm going to just stick with what I put in the prediction video. Um, I, I think that we're going to get out there to Miami. Our defense is is going to be our defense. No turnovers. They're not going to turn it's everything over. <laughs> and this is going to look – very you know what like game it was? You know what? You know when we got the most turnovers this season? You know what game that was? I think it was the Dolphins game, wasn't it? We had it was three. against Skylar Thompson. Yeah, it was three turnovers. So, unfortunately, I mean, though, I, I I do believe this won't be the case this these week. Guys, I, these, I, guys are, I, these guys are talking about like if they've seen Skylar Thompson all season and make a fair assumption of what Skylar Thompson will do this week. I got us. I got you us. You predicted he's going to score twenty four points for no reason. It's not going to be that. It's yes. I got us losing this game 17-10. And and the reason being is because we just can't. I can see us putting up 17 points. 17-10 is what I have y'all winning the game by. I like it. Um, but yeah, 20 that's just disrespectful, bro. 20 I, I, I was I, this, I, I, I wanted to be disrespectful. That's what it was. You were you're I hoping for disrespect. Okay. Right. That, that's like, fair. That's fair. I don't want to go into this game and just barely win you and barely sneak into the playoffs. No, I want American History X the New York the New York Jets this week. But that's just not going to happen. I want like, you to put your teeth on the curb. That's what I want. That's just that's just we both know that's not going to happen though. And that's I know fine. you know it's not going to happen. That's the funny part. Like you're doing all this for the camera. <laughs> But we both, we all know that you don't even believe. We're we're gonna film a reaction video case. directly after the game. I'm gonna call Gunny and I'm gonna Facetime. Me him. I'm gonna Zoom call. Me and if, you better pray. If, you, if we, we go we, north. You better pray we don't 20 win. Twenty points. You're gonna have no, to. Give you guys aren't. Listen, if we go north, let, let's points. put it on the line right now. If we go north of twenty points, sir, you ready for this? Got me it. and you. Go. We go north because I know Danny won't hold this word because he won't even be there because he's a bitch. If we go north of twenty points, I want something from the back from your backdrop. As long as it ain't my Joe Namath no, jersey. No, no, I won't disrespect you. It can, it can be even something smaller. It could be something with the New York Jets logo that I can that I can take from you, and then you could you could literally pick whatever you want. Not for my backdrop. I'm just saying, like you could pick your own price. Whether it be we do another giveaway for a New York Jets fan, and I buy them Jets memorabilia. It could be this is, if y'all score want. twenty plus. Yes, if we go north of twenty plus. Yes, so, that has to be north so of 20, 20, so 20, 20 you still win. and above. Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that bet. Okay. I'll take that bet. All right. And what, what would you bet. want me to do in return if we don't make 20 points? Actually, man, I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I want something from your wall. Okay. What you want, man? Yeah. What you want? Let me see what we got over there. What, that what American is that? flag looking kind of nice. That Ooh, it does though, hey. but that's big. That's hey, huge. Hey, I, hey, I don't want to be that guy. That's like then I, gotta, I got, <laughs> then I gotta put up the Joe Namath jersey, and I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> What's the 
what's what's that? Is that a little Dolphins gnome? Yes, that right there is a Miami Dolphins gnome next to my Miami Dolphins bowling ball. I want the gnome. Okay. I want the gnome. My gnome. Want, so I know what I'm worried about Ooh, right now. All right. He's going to put it up there like a trophy. I, I am going to put it that's up That's exactly what I plan on doing. And, and that's, that's, exactly what I what, that's what I figured. That's all right. You know what? Not any of the big helmets. What about those little helmets you got up there? All right. I'm, the sauce gardener's off limits, but the oh, Garrett Wilson. We're not doing sauce gardener. Okay. This is sauce. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. We got we got Garrett Wilson. Well, this one is is Luke Keekley. It's the Panthers, so it don't mm -mm. matter. No, you can keep that. You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm okay. I'm okay with 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 sauce with Ooh. sauce or, or Garrett. I'm okay with that. I feel confident enough okay. in my boys wow. not leaving up twenty points. You best so believe. You I'm best Garrett believe. Wilson. <laughs> And the I'm, sauce gardener mini helmet. I'm paying for shipping and handling for that sauce gardener. <laughs> if we I don't put blame you. 20 points. Uh, I would too. I'm not, I don't blame you. I would too. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. If the Dolphins put up north of 20 points this weekend against the New York Jets, I'm taking that sauce gardener or Garrett Wilson helmet. If I lose, he's taking my gnome. That's right here. And he's going to put it up as a trophy as a time that I lost a bet. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we could put up north of 20 points. I'm telling you, your team is susceptible to turn that ball over, and we might just get lucky with that extra touchdown. I do think we could score somewhere in the range of 14 to 17. I will take that seriously. I think we could put up somewhere in that 14 to 17, but I think we might get lucky and go north of 20. That's just All my right. two takes. We'll see. All Danny, right. hey, anything to say about your, uh, your Nets game? Because you're not a fan of the Jets, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> anything anything Look, you want to drop before uh, we head out? Before I before I let you go, this is this is the problem with Manny. He doesn't realize that there's more out there. He no, he kind of does this to himself. It's I like do. you you ever heard of, of relationships that are open relationships? Yes. Yes. Okay. You know how that works, right? You love that person, you're with that person, but you're allowed to be with other people. Right. right. Manny is in this open relationship with the Dolphins. He doesn't realize that he's allowed to like other things, but yet the Dolphins go around fucking other people. So he's the only dumbass that thinks that he's showing he's faithful. He's like, oh, yes, but I'm showing you how much I love you. You're allowed to like other people. You're allowed to like other That's sports fair. and teams. Let me, let me ask you another question. You are not more of a fan I am. because of this. I am. No, you I am. are not. You want to know why I am? You want to know why I am? Let me ask you a question. How depressed do you get when multiple of your teams lose in one fucking week? How depressing oh, down to you. Listen, your Jets just Ooh. lost their chance to get to play, and you were moping around for like 48 hours. Why would I want to do that? I'm still moping around. Why would I want to do that to myself sorry, with I, multiple I, teams? Why? Why? You tell me one good reason why I should do that. That's because I was moping for 24 hours. But you know what happened after those 24 hours? On yeah. Monday night, the Nets whooped the Spurs' ass, and I felt better. You know why? Because on Sunday, I'm going to go to a good game where my team's going to win. Oh, my of going God. to watch my shitty team that is out of the playoffs already, go ahead and get – well, I still think they're going to win. But go ahead and make me feel bleh, – this shit's finally over. That's why. Nelson Lorenzo in the house. He likes to bet. You see it? He likes to bet. I see it. Mm -hmm. I bet. I'm a man of my I word. I forward bro. to that gnome in, 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 uh, I want, in I want that uh, backdrop. I want that motherfucking no. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's ready for a new house, man. He's ready for a new house, but it ain't going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah, Houston, Texas, baby. That's your new home inbound. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this was episode 18 of the Battered Fins Fans podcast. Danny, it's been, regardless of what happened to Sunday, it's been a pleasure pushing through 18 episodes this season. 
We're we'll starting a recap when you guys miss the playoffs next week anyway, so it's all oh, good. Don't geez. act like you're saying goodbye. I'm, I'm just come, saying. I, I want to come 100%, back. hundred percent, especially, <laughs> especially yeah. if I win the bet, you're definitely coming back. If you win the bet, you may not. You could probably get like I'm a visitors pass. You could get. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, hey, batter Jess fan. Hey, Danny, make sure I get back, bro. Make sure I get back. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. What I was gonna say is, it's been 18 weeks that we put this together, and I've enjoyed all of it. Even your shitty, bitchy attitude. And um, I look forward to an off-season of dropping content with you. Um, we got plenty to come. Even after the season, whether, oh, this sir, is the, yeah. whether this is the end of the season for the Miami Dolphins, we already know it's for the New York Jets. But even the if – agents, we, we are, picks, that's so much. Right. We got – the way that the NFL is set up now is the fact that we could talk football well into February. And then we, we could talk football – Literally three weeks later, when free agency starts getting around the punch, when trade, and then you got um, looking forward to. Well, we're in a position where we really we really don't have a lot to draft next year. But I'm just saying we're gonna have plenty to talk about, not just Dolphins football. Danny's had some great ideas of offseason shit that we could drop, and I'm looking forward to that. But Gunny, to you, sir, you've been sure. a staple so far, and we even said bringing gunny on it's not like even bringing a guest man it feels like you're already a part of the show nah, be- i don't even be- put your stuff up on the sides anymore it, because don't it's like to. you're fam mm-hmm. you're fam now you fam. know i was about to say it man this it, is fam bro. <laughs> it, it was my absolute pleasure to meet you this season i look forward to dropping way more content with you uh in the off season and next season brother 100 percent, and I'm, I'm gonna be and, i'm gonna be in if, florida in, in july like i said so we're gonna have to we'll link, link up, up. Oh, we'll, we'll link we'll up for it. that and if you guys listened all the way to the end of this hour and 20 minute episode we appreciate you hanging on uh listening and uh just look forward to to more content coming out anything else manny sure. you know me baby fins up this weekend north of 20 points baby Ugh. go jets shut them uh, out <laughs> uh, oof.